Hi folks, welcome to Follow the Leader, a podcast focused on telling character-driven stories through the use of GM-less tabletop games where we can all take the lead. You can find us on Twitter and Tumblr at FTLcast. Today we're playing In Dreaming Avalon by D. Vincent Baker and Megwee Baker, I do hope I pronounced that correctly, using the Patreon preview version released last year, which you can find at patreon.com forward slash lumply. For those of you who are new to this game, here are the basics. What orchard is this, we fairies, we knights, in which we meet? It is the orchard of dreaming Avalon, the sacred isle of apples, the golden summer crown of fairyland. We knights late of Arthur's round at Camelot, we knights are travellers here. We lost our way upon the mortal road, or else lay down beside it to sleep, and so dreamed ourselves to this strange place. And we fairies, we are the court of the goddess Moon, and this her queen, Morgan the Fay. We also slept once and were mortal, in ancient and forgotten time, but now we are fairies and our waking life is yet our dream. What will we hear, we fairies, we knights, to while away our dreaming hour? Like Hacks of D. Vincent's Baker's game, MFI Firebrands, uh, which we've played here at FTL before, this is a casual role-playing game focused on the entanglements between the player characters. In the case of In Dreaming Avalon, the object of the game is to fall in love. The players take turns choosing one of the mini-games, and over the course of each of them, they play to find out who falls in love with whom, and what they do about it. I'm Jade, and you can find me at JadeOxfordRose, and my pronouns are they, them. Playing with me today, we have... Uh, hey everyone, I'm Shrog. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at TheSecretFrog. Uh, my pronouns are he, him. Uh, hi everybody, I'm Sam. You can find me on Twitter at SAKLO. Um, and I also use he, him pronouns, and I think this is the first time that we've had somebody who isn't me on this podcast that uses he, him pronouns. I think so. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm the token sis, dude. <laughs> you sure are. We'll still let you play, it's fine. <laughs> Generous of you. Uh, and I'm Dora, um, you can find me on Twitter at HarpyDora, and my pronouns are they, them. Our lines, things we absolutely do not want to see, are homophobia and transphobia, racism, sexism, violence against children and animals, sexual assault, domestic violence or intimate partner violence, attacks by dogs, and unwanted pregnancy. Our veils, things we're fine with addressing but will just fade to black on, are steamy situations and graphic descriptions of bodily harm. Now that we've got all that, let's get started. Uh, one of my cats has started yelling. Yay! Your cat is also excited about this game. He's super, super into it. Okay, uh, as per the game materials, uh, the first step is to introduce our characters. So if we flip down, da, 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 um, to read a little from the playbook, uh, as a group you need at least two fairies and at least two knights. We got four players, so we'll be fine. Um, we decided ahead of time who was going to play who. Um, so we've got all that. So yeah, 
Uh, there's actually a little script uh, with the introductions, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Um, and so, yeah, sure, you're up first. Right. So. I am a knight of King Arthur's court, come here to Dreaming Avalon. I'm a man in an appearance I am tall and wiry. I have a thin and angular face, I have dark hair and darker, searching eyes. In character, I am brash and loyal. My name is Sir Edward, and my pronouns are he, him. (laughs) I am a fairy of Dreaming Avalon. I appear as a mortal man, except that there is an invisible wind constantly rustling the fine fabric of my clothing and my hair. Otherwise, in appearance, I am tall, strikingly beautiful, and my hair is blue. In character, I am playful and romantic. My name is Yorweth Glasgow. My pronouns are he, him. I'm a knight of King Arthur's court, come here to Dreaming Avalon. I'm a genderqueer person, and in appearance, I am short and stocky with an open face and wide hazel eyes. In character, I am good-hearted and cheerful. My name is Sir Parker, and my pronouns are he or they. I am a fairy of Dreaming Avalon. I appear as a mortal, non-binary person, except that I have a foxtail long enough to just sweep the ground behind me as I walk, and sharp teeth to match. Otherwise, in appearance, I am short and soft. I move with the grace of a dancer and have long red hair in shades of copper and autumn leaves, matching the tail, of course, that falls to low on my back, Large brown eyes flecked with gold and an easy smile. And in character, I am dashing and sly. My name is Kiedi. My pronouns are they, them. And as is tradition here at Fuller Leader, I am entirely on my bullshit today. Hell yeah. <laughs> Good. We should all strive to be on our bullshit at all times. As always. Ow. Okay, we've introduced our characters, uh, so now we get to just begin the minigames. We just take turns uh, around the table. We can choose at random. We'll take the first turn. We can roll if we want, or we can use the turn order that we've got rather than random because we went to the effort of coming up with the turn order. Uh, You can choose any game we want except Waking, uh, which is how you close the game. Uh, Basically, we'll keep taking turns around the table, choosing games until we've been around at least once. We'll play for as as long as we want until we get bored. But everybody gets to pick a game um, and then the group will decide that we're ready to to end. Uh, But the games, uh, which I'm going to read out while Shrog decides which one he wants to play, are The Court, where everyone plays a dance where you play with a partner and anyone else may join in. A feast, where everyone plays. A hunt, where you play with a partner and anyone else can join in. A joust, where you play with a partner and everyone else plays as judges. Meeting sword to sword, which you play with a partner. Mischief, you play with a partner and everyone else eavesdrops. The ogre, or a perilous quest, which everyone plays. And we looked at that before we started and all of us were like, oh god, how long is this game? So who knows if we'll play that one. It looks good, just long. Uh, Solitaire, which you play by yourself. Stealing Time Together, which you play with a partner and you may invite others. And Waking, which is, as I said, how we will end the game, which is played by everyone. So, yeah. Trog, what do you want to do? I would like to begin with a feast. Exciting. A feast. So in the feast, everyone plays. What do you notice about each other? So this is a... I'm just realizing this is a a firebrand's hack. (laughs) 
It is, yeah. <laughs> Does it count as a hack if it's by the person who wrote Firebrands, though? I think oh, if is you're it? hacking Again. your own thing, it's still hacking it. It's like, you can't, uh, yeah. I suppose you're like, are you like doing a, are you doing an, is an AU of MFO Firebrands? <laughs> Open your own document. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> uh, but yeah, um, I love that uh, each of these uh, mini games has got a specific object. Uh, to it, mm-hmm. like a purpose for play, um, yeah. which is which is cool. The object of the feast, which is why I chose it, was to play to find out about each other's hearts and histories. <laughs> God, that Seahawk voice is gonna kill me. Oh, yeah, my that's God. the point. I I do love this character voice that you've chosen. It's very good. <laughs> <laughs> it's very. Uh, um, well, uh, what's his name from the Penumbra podcast? Oh, the one that isn't Sir, Sir Damien. Damien. Oh, the one that, oh, Sir Angelo. It is a bit Sir Angelo. <laughs> I love Sir Angelo. Oh. Um, all right. So uh, yeah. I guess I'll just get started on how to conduct it. Yes. So yeah. everyone gets a turn and go once around the table. On your turn, the chef sends forth a dish for all to eat. You create the dish by choosing from the lists, either a knight's dish or a fairy dish. Your choice. And uh, yeah, the fairy dishes have um, two parts to them. Like a mix and match, and then the night's dishes are just like one. And then each dish ends with a question to the assembled feasters. Everyone answers every question by a show of hands or other act of acknowledgement. Make note of others' answers as you like. And then once everyone's had their turn, all together toast the chef, and the feast ends. Okay, I'm going to make a quick note that we've played the feast. Hmm. Just so we can keep track. Because some, uh, yeah, you can always repeat games as well, like... yeah. Maybe some of them won't, but, uh, you know, you can. 57 feasts and then waking. <laughs> That's a, that sounds like a great night, quite frankly. Like, <laughs> nothing but food. And then you wake up. <laughs> no one ever steals time with each other. No one-on-one interactions. Yep. <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> okay. Um, but yeah, so if everyone plays... Um, yeah. Who would like to choose a dish first? Well, we need to know what we notice about each other. Yeah. Ah, yes, also, true. where are we? Shrug. Describe where we are. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to say that we are around a uncommonly large uh, stump of a tree that has been set as a table. Perhaps a redwood of some kind. Are those just tall and thin? Mm-hmm. Redwoods are so large that you can carve a tunnel through them to drive a car through. Whoa. Yeah, it's one of those. Okay. So yeah, it's like a it's like a giant redwood stump. It's large enough that uh, many fairies can be seated around it, uh, and the four of us find ourselves there, um, with a chef preparing what we uh, have requested. Mm-hmm. It is a it is a summer's night, I believe. Legit. So I don't know if uh, we are being lit by constant twilight or something of that nature. And what do we notice? About each other. Does anybody know what mm. we notice? Or what other people notice mm. about them? I'm trying to think. Well, I think if anyone is looking at uh, Ed, <laughs> they would notice uh, his eyes are constantly darting around, uh, trying to pick up on uh, what he sees in other people. He's looking a bit suspicious, but also just very curious. I would say that what you notice about Yorwith is that he seems just perfectly in his element. He's very relaxed, very cheerful. 
you know, he's flirting, he's laughing, he seems just very, like, confident in this kind of setting. Sir Edward's eyes linger on Yorwith for a bit. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that you notice about Parker, since he's, I think he's probably the youngest person here, he's also the most curious and just in wide, you know, staring at things in wide-eyed wonder, uh, because he's just got no idea what to make of anything here. Hmm. And as we are both knights of King Arthur's court, do we recognize each other? Oh, that's a good question. I think maybe it might be most interesting if I recognize you, but you don't necessarily recognize me because I'm one of the younger knights, and so you don't have much mm. experience with me. Does that make okay. sense? That, that 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 does make some sense. It, it's sort of that thing where it's like, oh, it's uh, it's 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 that guy it's that the I saw in the break room once. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's that new kid. Meanwhile, meanwhile, it's like, oh, Sir Edward, I I wanted to be like Sir Edward, you know, when I when I graduated. Aww. <laughs> that is the common reaction to have to Parker, by the way, in any and all iterations. It's aww. Um, and what you notice uh, about Kyoto is that they're sat incredibly still, incredibly poised. Like, you know when you see, like, ballet dancers in the rehearsal room, like, just waiting? Like, that kind of controlled stillness to their body, except their tail is, like, constantly twitching behind them just like swishing I love that they have a tail from side mm. I'm so on my bullshit goes I love the it. fact that Kyoto hasn't had a tail before is just entirely because the setting has not allowed them to have a tail before God, that's so valid <laughs> uh but yeah the the tail is just like periodically you'll just hear this little swish of uh of fur against the grass behind them so so Edward's eyes almost slide right through Kyoto <laughs> as they're just sitting so still that he almost sees them as part of the background until he comes back to them and then his eyes are fixed on the tail. Valid. Okay. Um, so, everybody, on your turn, you, the chef will send forth a dish. Uh, we just cycling background to shark? Sure. All right. So I will choose a knight's dish. I don't think you have to choose a knight's dish if you are a knight, but I shall. And I shall call for warm oat cakes with honey. And the question that I shall ask to the assembled feasters, If your hearts never raced with fear, this dish tastes insipid and lifeless and offers no savor. Whose never has? Hmm. Yeah, because normally um, it says, like, you would raise your hands or some yeah. other act yeah. of acknowledgement. So... We could just, like, go in turn order and say, I have not, or I have, etc. Yeah. Et or, like, what your character does. Because I see, like, the question yeah. is asked out loud by the people there. And then it's sort of, like, how people react. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I don't really know how this game, this this particular game, minigame works. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's a, a real sort of heightened theatricality and, like, romanticism mm. to it implied by the setting. Yeah. So I can totally believe this is entire kind of place where people will call for a dish and then ask this question, just like, oh, by the <laughs> by, if you haven't done this, <laughs> this is going to taste like crap. <laughs> this, this is a call-out post. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, this is a call-out dish. <laughs> Especially the fairy dishes. Yeah, the fairy dishes yeah. are a lot. The fairy um, dishes yeah. are so good. Yeah. 
Uh, so I guess we just go around in turn order and say, um, mm-hmm. what is this? If your heart's never raced with fear, this dish tastes insipid and lifeless and offers no savor. Who ne- who's never has? Um, you know, yours is just, the dish is delicious. Of course I've, of course I've had my fears. I think Parker is just, of, of course I've felt fear, but overcoming fear is what makes you a knight and goes for a second one. Uh, Kyoti just grins and you see how sharp the teeth look like this is the full fox's teeth grin and they just like pop what's left of the honey cake they were holding in just like lick their fingers clean and just like look delighted by what they just ate (laughs) does the asker answer the question as well or just do they just get to enjoy Uh the answers oh everyone answers every question i suppose that does mean me as well well as the one who ordered the dish i uh Devour the oatcake readily and lean back with a sigh of contentment. You're with your dish. My dish. Excellent, excellent. Um, I call for a dish of ripe golden poppy pods spiced with nettles venom. If you are wed to one not present, who waits bitterly for you to remember this dish is intoxicating to you? Who here is intoxicated? Damn. <laughs> Fairies aren't holding back on the questions. <laughs> oh, jeez. You're with voice. So who here is single? <laughs> 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 Oh shit! Uh, what what's See, it? It's uh, that second clause that's getting me. I think Parker definitely has uh, their wits about them. Um, they're not particularly faced by this dish, although they don't go for seconds on that one. Uh, Kyoti looks <laughs> bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I, I, there's there's going to be a lot of this, I feel, over the course of this game. <laughs> I'm so glad. Um, but yeah, they they too are unaffected. They enjoy the dish, but it doesn't seem to have any effect on them. When Edward first tastes the dish, uh, sort of shakes his head with a um, widening of the eyes, as if there's a hint of liquor in it for him, but he doesn't seem to be intoxicated, per se. Interesting. Hey, sly was one of my adjectives. Like, come <laughs> on. Hey, there are two very important phrases in the question. Yeah. Interesting. All right. And how does Yorwith react? Yeah. Oh, Yorwith is just sitting there eating, eating happily, watching very sharply the reactions mm-hmm. of others. I am reading these night's dishes and it's just making me hungry. Like, damn. <laughs> yeah, but the fairy God. dishes are so good. Oh, yeah. If you want to pick a fairy dish, I'll pick a night's dish. Are you allowed hmm. to do that? Yeah. It doesn't say that you have to You have to have an even spread. No. I, I, I like the thought... I like the thought of Parker looking at the menu and just being like, mmm. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm definitely... I think the thing that that strikes him is he orders uh, midsummer ripe midsummer's ripe berries boiled in soft moonlight. Ooh. Mm. And choice. if your heart is free to be won by boldness, by tenderness, or by patience, then the spice of this dish overcomes you. Who is overcome? Mm. <laughs> 
Oh, I answer this one first, don't I? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Damn. Hmm. Coyote sets the dish aside, their face turning very red. And they uh, have to reach for a goblet of their drink. And just like delicate, you can see that that the delicate the hand is delicate and the reaching bit, but you see the tail kind of reach around and start to fan their face slightly. Uh, adorable! Oh my goodness, that's very cute. I love this. I love this. This tail. It's it's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Um, Sir Edward begins sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Food of the fairies has fire in it, indeed. <laughs> um. <sighs> Yorwith kind of fans his mouth a little bit and just, like, surreptitiously downs, like, an entire glass of wine. Just, like, (laughs) chugs it down. My dumb idiot boy. Oh my god. So we're all, we're all ready to be romanced in here. Oh, Parker's got a lot. Yeah, Parker's not answered either. Well, he's not the only dumb idiot boy because Parker also chugs a, chugs a glass of wine and then kind of... Mm -hmm regrets it because it goes right to his head. Aw, mm-hmm. poor baby. <laughs> Yorith is, is the champion at drinking. Mm-hmm. See, I like how if this question wasn't diegetic, then none of us would have a reason to suspect there was anything off about it. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's spicy to everyone, obviously. Obviously, it's just a spicy dish. Yeah. That's a spicy meatball. <laughs> oh my god. Thanks. <sighs> okay. Um, I will choose. Uh, what, what have we had? We've had. Have we had a. Has it all been sweet dishes so far? It's weirdly spicy fruit, notwithstanding. I was about to say we don't we don't know what what boiling and moonlight does to the the sugar content That's of the true. dish. That's very true. <laughs> mm. yeah, I'll go with the currants simmered in sweet cream. If you've never prepared breakfast for a lover on a cold spring morning, this dish dazzles you with its freshness and brightness. Who hasn't? Edward just nods in polite approval. It's fine. Yeah, Yorwith is sort of like, this is acceptable. He's not He's not dazzled by it. Um, I think Parker looks absolutely delighted at this Aww. dish. Baby. Baby boy. Coyote looks similarly pleased with their dish. Interesting. The plot thickens. Okay, that's everyone's had their turn. Indeed. And a toast to the chef. <laughs> to the chef. For a most excellent set of dishes, both fairy kind and night kind alike. To the chef. To the chef. <laughs> Alright, it's my turn to pick a game, I guess. Yeah. Yar. Hmm. I do like, while well, you're thinking, like, the solitaire... Uh, is uh, you draw cards and it's designed to sort of help you like, one, randomise it if that's your thing, but give you a bit of direction if you're not sure where you want to go with your character, which is super fun. Roll20 isn't the most uh, graceful programme when it comes to doing stuff with drawing cards, but we've done best we can <laughs> Yeah, with it. Right. So the cards are there to be used. I think you also use the cards for the court as yeah. well. Yeah. So... All right. I'm I'm kind of thinking about a dance. Yes. Look, we made it to the second game playing a Firebrand's hack without dancing. I think we did okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Bad track record with like ev- nearly every 
game of firebrands or a firebrands hack I've been in, like we nearly always do a dance or the bacchanal super quick. Like, <laughs> of course, because it's so good. Because it's so good. Everybody likes a party. Everybody likes a party. Everyone just wants to party all the time. Well, since we're already we're already at a meal, I figure we move on to a dance afterwards. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to choose, so what is it? Dance with a chosen, chosen partner, decide which is your chosen partner, how you two came to be chosen, dancing together, other players can join freely, everyone dances who wants to dance. That's the important thing that I was making sure. So I wanted to, da- to have a dance with, um, with Sir Edward. Ah. So I'm intrigued by him. Um, <laughs> but again, everybody who wants to dance can dance. So, um, we can start with that, but, uh, does anybody else have other people they want to dance with? Oh, I'm definitely going to be there to dance. Same. I figured. Because it's a dance. I gotta be there. Uh, (laughs) oh, as per the playbook, the object of the dance, uh, you play to find out who dances with whom, what it reveals about them, and how it changes their relationships. So... (laughs) And I mean, we've normally in the past with this sort of game, like if you want to dance with somebody who's already dancing, you just wait. Everybody can dance with everybody if you want. <laughs> we got time. It's true, we do. It's 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I really like <laughs> the thought that like the meal concludes. I mean, you it's your game, Sam. So it's like... No, no, no. I, I, that's what I was, I was thinking is the meal concludes and we all... And then the musicians come out and then... <laughs> exactly. Nice. Maybe they're on a different tree stump than the table we just ate at. <laughs> yeah. Are <laughs> uh, all the musicians like squirrels and stuff in little jackets? Oh my, oh god. my god. I love it. Yes. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. I love it. A little band, a little like string quartet, but they're all just like a squirrel and a ferret and a couple of others, just like a stoat. Yes. This is very good. I'm so glad that we've decided to play this game. Um, this is a very good game. Thank you, Mr. Baker. <laughs> Thank God. Um, so... What what changes, though? Because if, uh, if we're all going to play, so we all notice different things, we have mm-hmm. to notice something different. So... Um, so what you notice about Yorwith is that he's very excited that the music is starting and that the dance portion of the night has begun. He's He's got, you know, bright eyes. Not quite bushy tail. That's not quite his thing, but... <laughs> um, but he's he's very excited for the dancing to begin. How quickly does Yorwith approach Sir Edward? Um, I'd say it takes him a minute or two to to sort of like, oh, the music has started. Hmm. He's like glancing around, and then he sort of sidles up to um, Sir Andrew and is like, "May I?" And he just sort of holds his hand out. He's wearing like shitty fingerless gloves, but like they're fancy, <laughs> fancy shitty gloves. <laughs> Perfect. They're velvet, but they are fingerless gloves. <laughs> Beautiful. It's fine. Sir Edward has fairly pale skin, and there's a very deep blush that comes across it. <laughs> How delightful. You may indeed. <laughs> um, so, beginning. So we go twice around the circle. So I guess each of us answers questions twice. Mm-hmm. Um Remember, the worst dancer, self-proclaimed, takes the first turn. I got this. <laughs> I was about to say, so do you think you're quite a bad dancer? Because Yorvis is pretty good at dancing. <laughs> oh, is this character or uh, player? Because it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, it's, it's the player saying that the character is a bad dancer, I think. Uh-huh. Either way. 
<laughs> it's very funny. All right. Hmm. So what should be my first question? Ah, you may, at this moment in the dance, place your hand upon my elbow, my shoulder, my waist, or my hip. Which do you choose? <laughs> um, Yorwith just sort of very, very delicately and, and gracefully places his his hands on um, on uh, Sir Andrew's hip. Actually, on his waist. Let's go with waist. All right. Quick question, because it says that we can anytime anyone can ask for detail. Who's taller, Yorwith or Sir Edward? Because they're both described as tall. Mm. Yorwith is about six foot four, and he's wearing five inch heels. (laughs) (laughs) This is something that I did establish in the previous game I played him in. He is always the tallest person in the room. Edward is not used to being shorter than anyone. (laughs) Beautiful. And it's new and uncomfortable and he doesn't like it. (laughs) Or does he? He doesn't know yet. (laughs) It's a lot. It's a lot, yeah. It's good. It's good. (laughs) He he tries to get up to your with shoulders. (laughs) How tall is how tall is Sir Andrew? I'd say probably about six foot even. Okay, so Yorwith is So we can like probably put his hands on Yorwith's shoulders. Much taller. <laughs> yes. Adorable. Oh, it's my turn to ask a question. Uh, this moment in the dance allows me to step close to you and linger very near. Am I welcome? You are. How does, how does he react, though? Very awkwardly. <laughs> I, I like to imagine that, that Yorwith just sort of chuckles, like, in a very, very smooth and very, like, dainty way. <laughs> you may relax around me, you know. I won't bite. Unless you want me to. And he winks. <laughs> My mouth is just flapping open and closed wordlessly IRL. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I lose my place in the dance. Do you let me stumble, or do you draw me back into place? Yorwith very gracefully draws Sir Andrew back into the back into the steps and goes, It's all right if you're not used to leading. The steps, the steps of this dance are quite old. <laughs> Yorwith is, like, laying it on pretty thick right now. Like, he knows he is. No, so. really? And he's he's... Not used to people actually responding to it. He's more used to people laughing him off and being like, that's cute. You mean like like Kyoti is right now watching, rolling their eyes audibly. Exactly. <laughs> Edward cannot decide if this is too much or not. <laughs> um, is that... So that was your second question, so this is my mm-hmm. last question. Um, mm. I'm going to say... At this moment in the dance, you laugh. At what? At what you just said. <laughs> Fair enough. It's it's a it's a somewhat nervous laugh <laughs> because Edward is very embarrassed with everything that's happening. Does he say anything in response, or is he just like watching his feet, trying not to stumble as the dance concludes? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, out of practice, as it were. Oh, it's perfectly fine. You're doing well. You're doing lovely. <laughs> um, that is the end of our dance, I believe. So now anybody else who wants to dance may. 
Yeah. Um, Kiyoti will approach Parker. Oh boy. <laughs> I find the choice of partners here to be excessively tall. Would you consider joining me for a turn? Offers a hand. Excessively tall, huh? Fuck off. So that's, what I, that's what I said. <laughs> what what title does Kiyoti prefer? Like, what honorific? Oh, well, I have their title, uh, like their full title title, uh, sussed out. Um, I don't know how that... Mm. Their title is the Volpine Regent. Um, I don't know if that's your grace. Might be. I don't know how you're supposed to address a regent. Well, I mean, it, it really comes down to how, how Quixote would want to be addressed, so... I think. Oh, they'll happily take their name. Yeah, but that's not that's not how Parker would do it. So oh, I then, think then then your Grace would be very cute. Yeah. So I think I think Parker uh, stammers for just a moment and is is just like of course your Grace and uh, accepts accepts their hand. Okay. And she sort of a uh, uh, sorry she they she they is fine mostly they uh, and yeah takes the place for the beginning of the dance and uh, as the music starts up for the next number begins to uh are they absolutely lead as well absolutely oh, of course. lead of course so. and uh they're barefoot but they always like walk like they're on their tiptoes like to give that illusion of a high-heeled shoe but also that way that like animal paws look like they're kind of up on their tiptoes and it's a bit Love like it. that well, I mean, digitigrade legs technically are on tiptoes because you've got the heel up, you know, way up high. So I mean, uh, well, they're not go. wrong. Thank you um, for thank you for validating my choice with science. I was raised by furries who were friends with a bunch of furry artists. You absorb this a bunch of random things. I love it. It's great. <laughs> um, Parker's definitely the worst dancer. Mm-hmm. Oh, what does uh, what does Kiyoti notice about Parker? in this moment as they begin to dance because we didn't do that part they notice that they're really flushed mm-hmm. and they can't tell if it's from like not embarrassment but you know that that self-conscious mm-hmm. sort of sort of blush or if it's from the goblet of wine that they downed at mm-hmm. uh, at dinner they're so yeah. valid uh, Parker notices that Kyoti has pinned up half of their hair, just like on one side, and the the hemp because they've got like one of those circo. I think circo is the word I'm looking for. Like a that looks like a long vest, but like goes all the way down to the ground, and it's like sort of open at the front. Yeah, it's Sam, okay. you know, co- thank you. But the hem has almost retracted slightly. Like it looks like it's made of like leaves or flower, but it's retracted slightly to make it easier to move, to dance. I got told I could play with fairies, so and yeah. fairies, amusingly enough, Kyoti, why not both? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's what Parker notices, and everybody else, I suppose, if they're paying attention. Oh man, I'm trying to decide where I want to uh-huh. start. Um, I think your mouth is close to my ear. What do you say? You know, for a mortal as young as you are, you're a surprisingly good dancer. For a mortal, I mean, but you turn about nicely. And they spin 
Parker. <laughs> Gently, not like a mean kind of mean spin, just sort of like turn uh, them into a spin. Parker says, thank you, Your Grace. I I try very, very hard to not make a fool of myself in social situations. Hmm. Admirable. Hmm. Something about me catches your eye and your look lingers. What is it? I think... Could you describe uh, Coyote's eyes? I'm pretty sure you described them earlier, but... Yeah, uh, they're sort of uh, large and brown long eyelashes, uh, flecked with gold. I think that's that's where Parker's look lingers for a moment, and then uh, and then he glances away. They smile. Um, my face is close to yours. Do you turn subtly towards me or subtly away? Ah, uh, subtly away to watch how other people are reacting. <laughs> to the dance however because this is our game we play it how i uh, how we want uh while they're looking away their tail kind of loops around the back of parker's legs briefly oh, oh. yorwith just gives them like a like a like a thumbs up or like an equally uh <laughs> an equally oh, like like yorwith is a bro <laughs> Yorvis is is a wild wild child. Jesus, I love him. He sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's so very good. Uh, my hair has fallen in front of my ear. Do you touch my face? I think yeah. Parker hesitates for a moment. Like like he reaches up and almost touches uh, touches Cody's face, and it's just like. With your permission, my grace? Uh, they smile and incline their head a little, just like a little nod. And that's when that's when Parker's fingers just, like, brush their cheek as, as he, like, tucks the hair behind their ear. The ear is, of course, pointed. Of course. Yorvis' ears are also pointy. <laughs> We're being on our bullshit. Absolutely. Be on our bullshit. Dance comes to an end. Does anybody want to dance with anybody else while we're doing the dance? I would love to dance with Kyote just to give Yorwith a chance to, to gossip. Yeah, nah, I'm down. <laughs> I'm very down. Uh, so, what you notice about Yorwith is that he is, you know, grinning mischievously. He, he's very, like, he's, he's mm-hmm. primed and ready for gossiping. <laughs> Uh, Kyoti's grin turns a little feral is what you notice as well like they like to pretend that they're kind of above this shit they're also not (laughs) Um, also when I say they're short I mean Kyoti's like 4 foot 11 oh my god 5 foot like if they were if their feet were flat on the floor they'd be about 4 foot 11 on tiptoe they're about five foot two i love them i thought they were tall and actually i remember i i drew a mm. picture of them once when i drew the dream askew cast yeah and yeah. han like was like no they're way too tall here's here's what you gotta do and han like like drew a box over where their feet were and like made their feet like several like like a foot shorter mm. yeah <laughs> it was very um, funny as they step up 
to dance with them. Um, and I know I'm taking kind of a liberty with this. Oh, um, yeah, because it's funny. Um, they will beckon uh, Iowith to duck down slightly and literally like step up onto his knee. And so they can be eye level and they trust him to hold them up as they dance. <laughs> um, he's just going to put a hand behind like the ba- their back just to stop them from toppling backwards. Mm-hmm. Hello there. <laughs> You're with a pleasure. It's always a pleasure to dance with you, my dear. Um, who's the worst dancer of the two of them? Ah, uh, what a rock paper scissors this shit like. <laughs> okay, oh, with is a better dancer apparently. Oh wow, nice. Seems suspect to me, but okay. <laughs> Do you have a chance? Yeah, it's probably um, more because. Kyoti is basically balancing on <laughs> yeah on Yoro's knees yeah um yeah. so I go first then mm-hmm. your mouth is close to my ear what do you say of course I'm so glad we're here to gossip <laughs> we are here to gossip so Yoro's just sort of the dance is a pretense just sort of leans in close and goes you seem well pleased with yourself tonight uh, Kyoti kind of glances over at uh, Sir Edward, who is doing what right now, by, by, uh, by the way? That's a fantastic question. <laughs> uh... Standing in a corner having a gay panic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't have a gay panic about this? Has he found himself dancing with another fairy? There could be other fairies there. Like, there's an implication that this is a, well, it could just be a, pers- a, p- a single pair of dancers, but yeah, they could be. Alternatively, mm-hmm. did uh, Parker want to dance with Edward? Yeah, I think, I think they do. Okay, then. Sweet. That is, the, the approach is beginning to happen. Adorable. Uh, Kian looks over there and just lets out sort of like this low throaty chuckle. <laughs> And just like, oh, I'm having a marvelous time. Yoros just kind of shakes his head and his hair, you know, flies a little even more than usual. Because, again, it's always mm-hmm. sort of gracefully floating around his face like he's some sort of anime mm-hmm. character. Um, mm-hmm. It's good. We've already um, established that I'm the better dancer here, so I can't say I lose my place in it. Well, <laughs> actually, I will you say... Get, you I, can get distracted by the pretty boys. I was like, I, I'm going to say, actually, yeah, no, I lose my place in the dance... Do you let me stumble or do you draw me back into place? And I lose my place in the dance because you're, you're, you know, pointing over towards... <laughs> Don't blame me. Do not blame me for your failure. <laughs> How is Kiyori going to draw him back into place yeah, at this that, point? Yeah, that's what I was... How is this physically possible? <laughs> I, I would say that the answer would be stepping harder on one of his knees. <laughs> yeah. I think it's more... Uh, it's less that... Uh, drawing you back into place like physically repositioning but it's sort of like catching hold of your chin and pulling you back <laughs> just like hot it's like <laughs> <laughs> like you're with me darling and don't drop me because you're distracted of course of course my apologies i would never drop you unless i meant to he's like he's saying this is a threat but he's like he knows yeah. his place <laughs> uh-huh uh-huh you have the opportunity to draw me closer because we're already pretty close we are pretty close already yeah and hold me for a moment do you take it 
I would say no. Yorwith values his life. Um, <laughs> and he knows that Kyote has very sharp teeth. <laughs> Small boy. He may be wearing vaguely nonsensical um, armor, but it's not going to protect him from the teeth of another fey being. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so my last question is, uh, when the dance ends, will you stand with me or will you rush away? I'll let you put me down on the floor. <laughs> it's more sort of like a, I, I half daintily step and half let you assist me down. And... Um, I will stand with you, and as you've sort of held my hand to help me down, I will gently uh, reverse the positions of our hand and kiss the back, of, kiss your knuckles, and just be like, "You're with, thank you." Do try to behave yourself the rest of the evening while we have guests. <laughs> the same goes for you, my friend. You're oh, with kind never. of taps them lightly on the top of their head in like a sort of fond way um, oh they definitely make a snap towards his fingers he draws his hand away pretty quickly he's like right yes it's <laughs> <laughs> good this is a good switch game to the boys switch to the boys 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> well sir edward is going to approach sir parker my good sir i do find these fairies to be Overwhelming. Might I offer you a, a reprieve? A reprieve is greatly appreciated. Oh. <laughs> Which one of us is the worst answer, though? Oh. I think I am. Uh, oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. I can dig it. I can dig it. So, uh, Sir Edward is like six feet even. Mm-hmm. All right. I think Parker's probably like five seven, five eight. So. No, okay. no, that's I said. I said he was short. No, he's like. Don't five... do an Andy Clare description of short people. Yeah, I'm not going to do an Andy Clare. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, so he's probably like five five and a half. All right, an intriguing height difference. <laughs> eh, it's about the same height difference as me and my ex-wife, so it works out. <laughs> it's probably about the same height differences between your and Sir but just the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No, that was like nine inches with the heels. That's true, yeah, actually. Yorwith likes to be tall. <laughs> so does Kiyoti. They stand on stuff. God. So, Alright, so, yeah, Parker gratefully accepts the uh, the offer um, and sketches a quick bow before uh, taking Sir Edward's hand. Alright, um, so I suppose my first question, something about me catches your eye and your look lingers. What is it? Hmm, what's Sir Edward wearing? Sir Edward? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it Sir Edward or Sir Andrew? It's Edward. It's Edward. It's Why fine. did I think it was Sir Andrew? <laughs> it's fine. You my were, you were putting together Edward and Angelo. <laughs> that's probably ah, probably well, that could be well that's my bad go back and edit that so that oh it, my god I said yeah the right sure thing. <laughs> sure sam you've got, you've got like five instances to change it's fine just Fuck. like a flat edward just like edward <laughs> microsoft <laughs> sam, sam doesn't know what this character's name is <laughs> <sighs> oh well it's uh, fine yeah what, what is sir edward wearing 
Absolutely nothing. Fuck uh, naked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah. Refer to uh, the cast of Merlin or the Musketeers. Refer to a BBC family drama of your choice for some excellent, not accurate historical armor. I mean, you've seen what Yorwith is wearing. <laughs> His titties are out. <laughs> I would say fairly light armor. If that makes sense. Yeah. I think we've all played D and D here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Studded leather. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. What color? What color is it? Ah, uh, yellow. Ooh. Hmm. It's like gold washed. Dig it. Parker has to look up a little bit, and so I think maybe they're struck by Sir Edward's uh, strong jawline. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. It it just seems seems like Parker would be would be interested in in anyway. Sorry, <laughs> don't mind me. Oh, how oh. old is Sir Edward? Because we said that Parker looked quite young. Like how old? How old are the humans? Yeah, Edward is not much older. Ish. Give me a ballpark figure. Twenties, early twenties. Yeah, late twenties, early thirties. Early, early twenties. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Parker's in his early 20s, too, so... But he definitely looks young. Baby mm. face. Yep. It's like 23 versus 25. Yeah. yeah. Like... <laughs> the, oh my god, you're so much older than me and more experienced. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. The dance's figures separate us. When they bring us back together again, do you blush? Oh, Edward never stopped. <laughs> <laughs> My face is close to yours. Do you turn subtly toward me or subtly away? That's a good question. Hmm. I think he turns subtly, subtly toward uh, Sir Edward, partly because like Sir Edward is a familiar face, and partly because hmm. just bashfulness with everybody else watching. Hmm. And uh, when the dance ends, will you stand with me or rush away? Sir Edward will stand with you. Aww. Solidarity. He is not rude enough to leave you. Okay. <laughs> Alright. All right. Sam picked a dance. Uh, Dora, your choice of game. Um. Okay, so I'm looking over it and Mischief looks fun, but I don't know, you know, where we're gonna play to find out what happens. And uh, the object of the mischief is to play to find out how your chosen partner might feel about you, depending, and probably to mess up your chances with them by being weird and awkward. But maybe it'll work (laughs) out. Um, To play, choose a partner. You're the querent and they are the dreamer. Everyone else may eavesdrop on your play if they choose and learn from it what they can. You are alone. No one notices anything about you nor you about them. Other than the querent, no one should ask anyone questions. So, let's see... I haven't done anything with Yorwith yet. For oh, fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. So let's conduct some mischief with, with Yorith. Oh, fun. The querent, querent, you conduct the mischief. Start with part one, reading the script aloud, allowing the dreamer to interrupt if they choose. Continue to part two, then conclude with part three. However, dreamer, you may break off freely at any time, in which case the mischief ends. Mm-hmm. So... You're peacefully asleep and dreaming Avalon. I'm somewhere else entirely minding my own business, just smoking some incense and letting my mind wander. 
You're dreaming that you're dreaming. You won't remember this when you wake up, or maybe you will remember it, but you'll think it was a dream. I don't actually know. You'll probably remember it. Anyway, in your dream of a dream, I can ask you a few questions and you should answer them. I hope you answer them honestly, but you, you should answer them however you want. Unless you don't want to answer them at all. You can dream of waking up whenever you choose, just saying something like, Enough. I dream of waking up. Then the spell or whatever it is ends, and so does the game. May I continue, or do you dream of waking up now? <laughs> Please, continue on. <laughs> that would be kind of a dick move. Just nah. <laughs> nah, bye. <laughs> How dare you. Just hang up the phone. <laughs> um... The fact is, I'm curious about you, but I'm not sure how I feel about you and I haven't decided how I'm going to approach you. That's what I'm trying to figure out. This seems like a Parker thing. If I do something stereotypically nightly, like devoting myself to you forever without ever saying anything or approaching you openly, will you find that endearing or annoying? Oh, goodness. Um. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it would be perfectly darling if you would t if you did that. So endearing, I would say. Why are you planning on it? <laughs> Obviously, you can't. You don't answer that. <laughs> hmm. If I try to be more playful like you, would you like that or what? <laughs> Sweetheart, nobody can be as playful as me. <laughs> That's the whole answer. <laughs> <laughs> Next time we meet, I think I might be so awkward that I'll accidentally slight you. Or on purpose, it's hard to know. Anyway, what's a slight that you might be able to forgive? What's a slight that you probably won't? I might forgive you for fumbling my title, but ignoring me at a public event just simply will not do. Your wit is an Aries, making that note. <laughs> <laughs> His whole purpose is to be seen. Yeah. If he's not being seen, then what? what is he? Hmm. And I'm going to proceed to part three, which says, in brackets, if you didn't want mischief, you shouldn't have chosen mischief. <laughs> um, I so that. I have some examples of mischief. I'm trying to decide if I want to use one of those. <laughs> oh, this is perfect. <laughs> Oh. The next day you find that your horse is turned into a horsefly, your sword into a swordfish, and your hat into, let me see, a hat bird. Yeah. No lie, hat birds are amazing. <laughs> I'm not saying that I did it. Maybe it's a side effect of the spell we were both under. But it happens. Lovely. <laughs> Perfectly lovely, thank you. Yorith is not well pleased about this. <laughs> yeah. Parker means well, but sometimes you can't just mean well to make things happen. So I believe that brings us to Jade. I was thinking about doing another everyone game, but I'm also looking at, like, the two on two. Because meeting sword to sword is so very good. Oh gosh, yes. <laughs> but I've also been looking at the court, because that has some really fun and interesting stuff in it, like, both mechanically and whoever ends up being Morgan Le Fay, everyone else can play the court in attendance, which has just got some really fun questions in it. I mean, we're doing okay for time, right? So we could do another round of uh, games, do we think? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, for sure. Okay, sure. let's do the court then. Because, mm. and I'll get a... Somebody can do a one-on-one -on -one game with me, or I'll do a one-on-one -on -one 
game, right? So the yeah, court. Yeah, I, I have plans. Yeah, <laughs> the court. Everyone plays. You have gathered in the court of Morgan Le Fay in the sacred orchard of dreaming Avalon. We'll say what we notice about each other during the court. Anyone can ask anyone for details about the setting, occasion, and circumstances. The object of the court uh, is to play to find out how Morgan Le Fay conducts her court, what hospitality she extends, what laws she enforces, and what forfeits she exacts. You play in attendance to find out about another. Now, the first time you play the court, the two knight players are going to appoint Morgan Le Fay, and the fairy players appoint the knight's captain. Thereafter, Morgan Le Fay conducts the court proper. Simultaneously, everyone plays the court in attendance. Uh, when you end the court, when Morgan Le Fay declares herself satisfied. Okay, um, so Morgan Le Fay and the knight's captain. Everyone plays draw a card from the deck draw it face down without looking at it on the count of three place your card still face down in front of the player you think should be morgan le fay if you are a knight or a knight's captain if you are a fairy fairies choose a knight knights choose a fairy so if everybody draws a card and they're all face down so if you click choose you can literally grab any of these cards uh-huh. And you could literally hover it above. You should be able to place it anywhere on the screen. You could place it above the player. You can also you like wanna... hand it to a player. Like if you put it, yeah. Because the... because when mm. we flip them, that will determine who got the higher card and then who gets the job, as it were. Okay. Okay. So everybody should be able to pick a card. So fairies give a card to a knight. Knights give a card to a fairy. I'll give my card to Shrog. Okay. I'll give my card to Jade. I was going to give mine to Sam. That's cool. interesting. Well, there we go. Let's balance this out, and I'll give mine to uh, to Dora. <laughs> Just swapping cards. Okay. Well, it's done on what the higher cards are anyway. Yep. Mm. So, so... It's, it, then it, it becomes random anyway. Yeah. So if we all, in theory, flip our cards, because we know... I think you can only flip your card anyway, and yeah. then we'll look at the rankings. How do you flip it? Double-click it? I mean, okay, I... we'll all just we'll all say what they are. Um, okay, right. So Dora, you are now in possession of the King of Diamonds. Ooh, and I the Ace of Diamonds. Oh wait, wait. Okay. Is that the one you wait. had? No, is Sam is. In, oh, sorry. Sam is in possession of the Ace of Diamonds. Jade okay. is in possession of the Queen of Spades. So Jade. Jade is Morgan Le Fay. Yeah. Um, okay. Shrog, you have the Jack of Hearts. I don't know where mm-hmm. that just went. Okay. And Dora, you had the King. Yeah. Jack so beats Dora is the Knight's Dora captain. Dora is the Knight's captain. Weird. Mm. Weird. Okay, right. Let's just get rid of the cards. We'll sort them later. Okay. We did it. What's happening? Cool. Right. It's good, is the thing. There we go. Okay, so we know who is who, and so we can move to the court proper. Morgan Le Fay, you conduct court. Choose any of the following in any order. I'm going to take the time to read through this list and consider my options. Everyone else, you're now free to play in attendance, which is on Hmm. the next page. The court in attendance. Everyone plays. Which technically I still get... Uh, I suppose I don't get to play as well, because they may whisper their answers or decline with Morgan Le Fay speaking. So you guys get to do this, where I don't. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. I'd like to ask Yor with a question. Oh. Um, 
court in attendance. Everyone plays. Sorry, I'm like looking for what I'm supposed to be doing here. Yeah. Um, we take turns casually in any order. It's Morgan Lefay, Knucks, Court Proper. Take turn, just choose one of the following and whisper it to the players near you. They may whisper their answers back or else decline to answer with, Sst, Morgan Lefay is speaking. <laughs> um, yeah, shoot. <laughs> Between myself and the Vulpine Regent, which would you favor in a fight and why? And what might you wager on their victory? Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, an um, adult. I'm sorry to say, I would probably wager on uh, the Vulpine Regent simply due to their. I don't want to say their age because I feel like they may find me and kill me, but um, they have been around for a very long time and they are quite dangerous. I would urge you not to seek to fight them, if you can avoid it. <laughs> and what would you wager on them? Oh, dear. Um, I would say... I haven't the foggiest. I haven't, haven't a clue. <laughs> money, I suppose. So we don't really, we don't really uh, do money. Perhaps... So you're wagering something of little value? I would wager five souls that I have tempted into my service. Hmm. <laughs> I see. And your just kind of winks. Match. <laughs> All right. I don't know how this works. I guess Morgan you, any of, Yeah. Any Any of you can all uh, ask each other a question. I've just noticed under the court proper, I have the option to play in as well as Morgan Lafay. If I overhear an interesting question or have a question of my own to whisper, so that's fun. <laughs> I would like to go. Do it. Sir Edward, if you could kiss once the lips of anyone here, whom would you choose? <laughs> this is Morgan Le Fay speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Bless. I suspected That's... as much. <laughs> Yours is like trying to hide the fact that he's giggling, like behind his hand. <laughs> oh. Poor boy doesn't know yet. Aww. Uh, yo, if you hear a whisper uh, in your ear. Uh, yeah. So you can whisper. So, theory, people might be listening in. Which question was it? I saw it in it. If you had only five minutes alone with Sir Parker, <laughs> what do you hope they would choose to do with you? Hmm. Yoris thinks for a second and then goes, Work in the face, speaking. Because <laughs> he just doesn't know, and so he's just like, mm. Yeah. I would like to remind Yorwith that uh, <laughs> without the heels, you still have ten and a half inches on Sir Parker. <laughs> Not in character, of course, but for the visual. For the record. Baby boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you're also taller than them. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, I'm going to uh, interrupt uh, the game for a moment to declare a law that prevails in Dreaming Avalon. 
If it pertains, I can ask the knight's captain to acknowledge it. The knights must consider themselves to be in the service of any fairy, even the least. Knight's captain, what say you? Oh, man. It's really bad that Parker is the knight's captain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, Parker's, Parker's like, we, we're your guests, we honor your customs. That's dangerous. Kitty smiles, just like, good answer, kid. <laughs> and sort of goes back to looking courtly. Please continue uh, playing in attendance. There's a lot of things I can do under the court proper, so, like... I'm gonna say, um... <gasps> Ooh, please, oh, yeah, oh. on Sam. No, go, f- go for it. This is your game. Yeah, I'm just facilitating. In honour of the knights captains so readily accepting and willingness to behold our customs, I invite Sir Parker to conduct court temporarily. Oh boy. <laughs> now you get to choose something from the list. And I can then choose to affirm or countermand it. But you know, I thought you might have fun having a couple of those to, to have <laughs> a go with, Dora. There's a couple of good ones about the in attendance that I hadn't noticed before, which is like, command someone playing in attendance to repeat what they've whispered loudly and clearly so the entire court can hear it. <laughs> or you can get somebody to uh, um, repeat what they said, uh, to repeat what they whispered, or you can uh, ask somebody to elaborate if you found it interesting or provocative. So, God. casual reminder fairies are dicks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we like them. Yorvis is going to uh, whisper to Sir Edward, if you could command clothing, gown, and robes of any material and cut, what would you wear? A fine tailored suit, with golden vest, and black coat, with a silken tie. Hmm. Interesting. I will uh, whisper to Yorvis. Who deserves a forfeit exacted of them? If only Morgan the Fay realised it. And I'm whispering, so you don't necessarily know who it is that's whispering it to you. <sighs> Nobody that I can think of as pre- at present. Certainly not anyone present here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Do it. Do it. Do it. Dora. Dora. Do it. <laughs> I'm just trying to decide if Parker would do it. You are acting in the capacity as the knight's captain. Maybe the station of being in charge of the court compels you. <laughs> and by that I mean Jade is enabling you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so Give them one taste of power, and this is what happens. Yep. <laughs> they, they keep plying you with wine. Yep. <laughs> I am going to exact a forfeit of my choice. Um, I am naming Sir Edward, and I command you to play through the of remainder course. of the court, uh, speaking only plain and unmixed truth. Yes! Good. Oh, good. Exciting. <laughs> Fucking yes. I mean, you can still decline to answer, but still. Yeah. It's very good. Well... You have a list of questions, you may ask them. <laughs> I think at that, um, 
Um, yeah, oh, in response, uh, Kyoti will just hum in approval, uh, a glance over it. So it's just like, just like, so I'm affirming your choice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Please, I was just looking at that going, oh, that's so good. <laughs> so. And I'm going to declare a law. Ooh. Oh. Uh, fairies and knights may marry. The court recognizes the term of marriage to be one night, one night, and the day between them. Hmm. Interesting. The term Such of marriage is of phrasing it. three days. Yeah. <laughs> or a day and two nights. Yeah. 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 Like 36 hours-ish. Yeah. At that, Coyote lets out a laugh of sheer delight applauds and uh, we'll come back and just like you have acted upon your station well sir Parker please feel free to rejoin the festivities of the court and Parker uh, kind of steps down and goes back into the crowd hmm. seeing if there are any other court things I mean in attendance can still be running as well so. Yeah, I'm looking over the questions again. Yeah. I I can't lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can just ask, ask frivolous questions of our own invention. Yeah. Oh, yes. Totally can. Oh, we never said what do we notice about each other at the court. Anyone got anything? I don't think there's anything new about Parker. Yorwith is wearing a, a fancy new outfit. It's it's of course. just as extra and terrible as as it was before, but it's just, you know, something different. It's a new day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it uh, is so it is mm-hmm. uh, like the next day or something. I assume yeah. it's like the yeah, the next day, the next night, okay. whenever the court takes place. Cool. Sir Edward looks more secure than he had before. Mm-hmm. Sir Parker looks a little a little worse for wear. Uh, the fairy wine did not treat him terribly well overnight. Bless. That's valid. Uh, in their station as um, Morgan Le Fay, as it were. Or it's technically... Is it the pl- no, it's technically Coyote acting as Morgan Le Fay. Um, so part of their hair is braided up like and forms almost like a crown kind of a vibe around their head. Um... You know the whole thing about uh, heavy is the crown that sits, or however that <laughs> thing goes. They look less comfortable in this capacity than they did at like the dinner or the dance. Like they look perfectly regal and they're doing what they're supposed to do, but they just don't look as happy about it. I think the tail is more still and it's sort of like pulled round beside their legs, and they sort of absentmindedly maybe have a hand on it as they conduct court. Okay. I do like this one and this is just in general if an ogre bursts suddenly into the court who do you suppose it would devour first and why (laughs) (laughs) yeah I like that I like that one as well obviously it would devour Parker first well I would try to to stop the beast should it enter the court so I suppose if that is my fate that is my fate Sir Edward, if Morgan Le Fay turned upon you right this moment and pronounced a dire curse, what curse would you hope for? What curse would I hope for? 
that I should forever forget that there are sweeter things in the realm of the Fae than can be found in the mortal world. Flatterer. <laughs> Please say you say that in character. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that Yorwith does say that in character, but like, mm-hmm. sort of to himself. I am speaking only plain and unmixed truth, sir. (laughs) Oh, God bless. If the truth is flattering, then so be it. Hmm. Has anyone got anything else they want to ask? Because if so, I might uh, declare the court satisfied for now. We've had some laws. We've had some forfeits. (laughs) We've had some fun. Sir Parker. Yes? What would you pay for the opportunity to brush the tail of our vulpine regent? (laughs) Oh. Oh. (sighs) Incredible. I think Parker blushes at that and and says, I I don't think such a privilege is for sale, sir. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have anything else. That's good. Then I will declare myself as Morgan Le Fay and the court satisfied. And thus the court ends. And I was about to say, and it's to the top of the initiative order. (laughs) (laughs) God. It's Dora, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on iTunes, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about our show using the FTLcast hashtag. No, seriously, we crave the validation and it helps us out. Your support really means a lot. Thanks again!